Good morning. Welcome to another Sunday morning as we gather with the McDowell Mission Ministries family and friends, the uh, men at the John Thompson Center and the women and children at the Friendship Home. We want to welcome you. Anyone else who is joining in this morning, thank you for joining our worship, listening to our message. We certainly hope it blesses your heart. We know that it will. It is God's Word. It is intended for all of us. We are running a little behind this morning. We had a little bit of trouble getting started. Uh, I'm sure you can uh, understand that. Uh, but uh, we're here nonetheless. And we're here with God's Word. We're here with a message that will change your life. Not because it's me bringing it, but because it does come from God's Word. Before we move into that message, though, we want to talk about prayer requests. We want to consider all of the needs that are out there, and today there are many. There are many. There's a countless number of people across the nation and the world, even in McDowell County, who are sick. I read this morning where the case number 21, positive number 21, has been confirmed in this county. Uh, we are in, we're blessed compared to many, but at the same time, it is here. It is among us. And we must be thoughtful of those people. We must be thoughtful of everyone. Let's pray for those 21 people this morning in this county who are battling COVID-19. Let's pray for their family. Let's do likewise for the numbers that are across the state of North Carolina. Let's do it for those across the United States, Canada, Mexico, worldwide today. Let's remember them. Let's remember the healthcare workers, the doctors, the scientists, the EMS workers, law enforcement, corrections officers, those that are essential workers. Let's remember those. Whatever the trade, whatever the profession may be, let's remember those. Let's remember our leaders at the state, local, and national levels, regardless of party, regardless of politics. It's time to set all of that nonsense aside. It's time to set aside all of the spin tactics and all of the sound bites and all of the political nonsense that's coming with this year and the election. And it is time that we become, once again, a nation of Americans who love God first and who follow the word of God as authority that may not sit well with you but that's where we need to be we need to be praying for that this morning we need to be praying for it we need to be calling out to God to heal our land to heal our land from this virus to heal our land from the economic perils that we're facing to heal our land from anger, injustice, to heal our land from everything that is needed. We need to remember 2 Chronicles 7.14 this morning. Because we are a nation who have left God. We have left God for many reasons and we need to pray and seek that reconciliation with Him. We need to repent. Likewise in our prayers today, there are many around us who are dealing with bad circumstances and situations in their homes, in their personal lives. 
there's addiction, there's uh, alcohol and drug abuse, there's uh, immorality, there's all kinds of things going on in our nations and in our life today. There are things that unfortunately we put in our lives and we put behind a veil of secrecy and we think that because no one else will see them that it doesn't matter. Oh, but it does matter. God sees and God knows. We need to pray for the individuals who are struggling with these things today. And if you're struggling with any of this or many more, I want you to know that God loves you. I want you to know that God has placed you in front of this message and in front of this messenger today for a particular reason. So that you can hear his love, his repentance, his revival for you, for you. God can change your life through Jesus Christ. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for everyone that is out there. If you're watching and you have a prayer request and you want to share it, please, I hope you've already been doing it. I hope you haven't been waiting for me to give you a formal request. Post those prayer requests. Let the others see that you're calling out to God for something in your life. You don't have to put it up on the screen. Just the fact of letting someone else know that you are calling out to God may make the difference in them doing the same thing. That is a very powerful witness today. And it is a witness that the world needs to see. Well, let's open in prayer and then we will move into God's Word. Heavenly Father and Lord God, thank you for the privilege of standing and opening your Word today. Thank you for the privilege of being your messenger to this worldwide audience. And Heavenly Father, I pray that as you look upon each and every person that is listening today, I pray, Lord God, that you would touch hearts and lives. I pray that souls would be saved. I pray that those who are saved would be revived to return to you. And Lord God, I pray that the sick would be healed, if that would be your will. Lord, I pray that those who are struggling with sin and separation in their life, I pray that they would find Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray that heaven would fall down and move upon your word today. And wherever it is being preached this morning, by whomever it may be, as long as they are called by you, I pray that heaven would come down. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that souls would be saved. I pray once again for all of us to experience revival during this time of difficulty. Oh God, I know good and well that you've allowed this for a purpose in our life. And Lord, I pray that that purpose would be revealed. Heavenly Father, give us your wisdom. Give us your blessing. Anoint the words that are going to be spoken. Lead God and direct in everything that's said and done. And Heavenly Father, we'll be glad to give you praise, honor, and glory. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This morning, I hope you saw my earlier posting. I'm going to be preaching from Luke chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Taking my King James Bible, I want you to hear the Word of God. 
And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed about him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. That they should not, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, that they began to sink. Then Simon Peter saw it. He fell down at Jesus' knees and saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the drought that the fishers had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. We just read the story of Luke's writing of Jesus going on a fishing trip. He left and he was he was coming about. He was on his way by the by Gennesaret. And he came about the coastline. And he happened to look over and he, he saw a boat. You heard the message. And he and the word of God and it says that he went and he got in one of those boats. And he called the owner, Simon, to, uh, to come and to push out just a little bit. And I want you to know something about that as we introduce this message this morning. God doesn't do anything by accident or by incident. You see, Jesus knew who owned that boat. Jesus knew that that boat belonged to Simon. And Jesus knew that he wanted Simon to be a part of his work. And to be carrying out his work. Jesus knew the person that he was working with. That he was calling. That he was convicting. And I want you to know today that if you're watching, you're watching because Jesus has put you in this very spot. It is he that has placed you in this circumstance and in this situation. Whatever it may be and in your baby going on in your life. Jesus has allowed it to place you right here, right now, to hear his word. Just like he did with Simon. Simon was busy working his nets. The others were busy working their nets. They were getting over the fishing trip. They were preparing to set things aside and go about the rest of their day and pick it back up tomorrow. But just when they were ready to move on, Jesus was ready to get started. He's ready to get started in your life today. He's ready to get started 
moving you forward in His work and in His glory. And I want you to notice a few things from God's Word this morning. First, I want you to notice from verse 4 the command. The command of Jesus from verse 4. Launch out into the deep. When Jesus puts things in front of us, there's usually deep water that lays ahead. You see, you've heard it preached and you've heard it spoken many times that the Christian life is no cakewalk. Well, it isn't. It isn't, but it is a blessed walk. You see, there's deep water in the life of a Christian. There's deep water in the life of everyone that's out there today. And what do we find in deep water? We find danger. Danger because we can't see bottom. Danger because we don't know what lurks beneath us. There's difficulty. There's uncertainty that's in those deep waters. You see, if you've ever been in a boat and you've ever been on any lake, when you're in the shallow waters and you're able to see bottom or you're able to see some of the brush that's in there, it doesn't make you feel quite as bad. But about the time you take off across that lake and you're in that deep water and you can't see nothing but blue or gray or green and then you start wondering what may be floating just underneath the surface of the water that you might get with a boat. What may be, what may happen if you fall out of the boat and go under? What is there to grab you? What is there to get tangled up in? You start wondering and you start worrying and you start doubting about what those dangers and what those circumstances are. But you see, in life, which is not anything different to that, when God puts us in those deep waters, He puts us out there so that we won't be scared and fearing of our own abilities, but we will cling to Him. We will come to Jesus and we will want to obey Him. You see, when Jesus said to Peter, cast out into the deep water, he was telling him to go into some unknown territory. Some territory that only the Lord knew about. Friend, in your life today, Jesus is calling you to go into some unknown territory for him. For some of you, it may be the fact that you've never been saved, that you've never called upon Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've never asked him to save you of your soul, save your soul from the sins, to write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. You've never asked any of that. That may be the deep water that he's calling you into. For others, it may be that you've been saved, some of you, for many years, but you've never left the bank. You've always been there where you can see bottom. You've never moved out into those deep waters that he's called you into. Folks, he's calling you today to move into some deep waters and to move into those deep waters by faith, by fellowship, and by following him as your Lord and Savior. Christian, it's time for you to get up, get up off of your duff, dust yourself off, Get back into God's Word and move into those deep waters. Lost person, it's time for you to realize your life isn't yours. It was given to you by God and it was blessed and you have a purpose of Him in life. It is time for you to get up and come to the God that created you, the God that birthed you into this world, the God that has protected you by grace and by mercy up until this point in time, and it is time for you to call and fall upon your faith and call upon Him to be your Lord and Savior. 
It is time for all of us to move into the deep waters. And then when he told him to move into the deep waters, in verse 4, he said to let down your nets for a drop. In other words, he told Peter to go to work. Think about that. He told Peter, get out there into those deep waters, into that unknown territory, and go to work. That's something that we in the church need to embrace and get a hold of today. Even though we're in a stay-at-home situation because of this virus, we can still go to work for Jesus. Even though we're in a spot where we can't go knocking on doors, we can still go to work for Jesus. Did you realize that you sharing your testimony on social media is going to work for Jesus? Some of you who are watching, you've got absolutely no problem running down a political party or a president or a speaker of the house or none of that. I've watched some of your posts. They are vulgar, they are vile, they are filthy, and they are they got no place coming out of a Christian's life. But none of you that I'm speaking of that'll go out on a limb with a politician or a political party will lift up a word to glorify God, will share a verse, or will share your own testimony. Yes, I'm a getting pretty personal and pretty deep this morning. But folks, it's time that we get into those deep waters. It's time that we quit wading around in the knee-deep shallows of the shoreline and we get into the deep parts and places of our life. Sin is sin. I don't care what political party it comes from. Abortion is sin. You can call it rights or health care or you can try to shade it over with any type of rhetoric you want to shade it over with. But the bottom line, it's murder of an innocent unborn child. And I want you to know your sexual preferences are just as wicked. Homosexuality, same-sex marriage, and these other things like this are sin. We can try to rewrite the morals of our Constitution if we want to. We can make anything we want legal, but that doesn't mean it isn't sin. God doesn't go by a Constitution. He goes by His Word, which is sin. When He told Peter to go to work, He told him to go out there and get into those deep waters and start following what the Word of the Lord had to say. His commandments were true. His commandments were genuine. His commandments were real. They were that way in Peter's life, and they're that way in our lives, mine and your life today. Folks, it's time we get in the deep waters, it's time we go to work, and it's time we go to work and start following the Word of God. Next, I want you to know there was a concession in verse 5. A concession. In other words, Peter started making excuses. He said, we've been toiling all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Peter said, okay, Lord, if that's what you want, we'll do it. But I'll go ahead and tell you, we've been fishing all night long and we've done no good. You want to know why they failed? They were doing it on their own and within their own powers. They were not doing it under the authority of God. They were not doing it under the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
We can go about doing things in our life if we want to, and we can do them as a philanthropist. Or we can do everything based upon what our money and our income and our prestige and our prominence and our name. It can all be based on me, mine, and I. And oh, we can build ourselves a beautiful reputation in the church, in the community, and in everything around us. But if it isn't based upon God's blessing and upon God's word, it's going to come up empty in the end. When we go to pull in our nets at the end of life, there's not going to be anything there because it's all going to be done on what I want. On me, mine, and I. And not on what the Lord wants from us. What is the Lord calling you to do today? What has he blessed you to do today? Notice how Peter ended. Nevertheless, at your word. Are we willing to look at God this morning? And are we willing to say, nevertheless, Lord, at your word, I'll do what you want. I may have failed. Think about that. Peter's saying, I may, I may have failed, but because I failed, just because you, because you said it, I'll go do it. Are you willing to say that today? Are you willing to make that concession in your life where you say, beyond a shadow of a doubt, regardless of what I have failed in because I tried to do it on my own, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it because God says so. I'm willing to do it because God asked me to. Now, God's got to be asking to begin with. That doesn't mean we get this bright idea that just because something gives us a warm, fuzzy feeling, we're going to take off and we're going to start doing it and God's going to bless it. No, that's not what was said in God's Word. Peter was following Jesus. It's important that we follow Jesus today. Whatever he's calling, however he's preparing you, whatever he's wanting you to do, step out. Step out into those deep waters. Step out into faith. Quit doing it on your own. Quit doing what you want to do and start doing what the Lord has called you to do. That's a big thing. You see, that all comes down to Jesus and his fishing trip. Fishing trips are wonderful things. They're fun, but you always learn something. If you really are sincere about fishing, you always learn something. Because those, those fish will always teach you something about how easy it is to catch them if you do this right and how impossible it is to catch them if you don't. It's all about following the commandments. You see, if we're going to follow Jesus... And if we're going to be his spokesperson, if we're going to do what he wants us to do, then we need, we need to quit doing it our way and start doing it his way. We need to follow his commandments. Next, I want you to realize the catch, the catch in verses 6 and 7. And when they had done this, when they followed Jesus' commands, when they'd done what Jesus said, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. They didn't catch a fish. They didn't catch two. 
they caught enough that the nets that they had just been mending broke. And they had to call for help. When we follow the Lord, when we follow His commandments, when we follow His directions, when we follow His instructions, we reap more than we can deal with. We get such a blessing that it overflows into the lives of other people. You see, when they had to call upon those others, they had to share that catch. But there was more than enough for everybody. When we follow church, this is this is for us. When we follow what God wants us to do, and we follow it the way God wants us to follow it, then there's some real things going on there. There's some real things taking place. And it's going to be so big and it's going to be so bold and it's going to be so obvious that it's going to overflow into the lives of other people around us. They may accept it but and they may not. That's up to them, between them and the Lord. But never, nevertheless, if we do what the Lord told us to do, He is going to bless it because He told us to. And we're going to learn from it. We're going to learn that it's no longer about us. We're going to learn that it's no longer about what I want, about me, mine, and I. It's no longer about my church. It's no longer about my denomination. It's no longer about what I think, what I feel, what my philosophy is. All of that gets thrown out the window and we come back to God's Word. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. It is about what the Lord wants. And he's given it to us in written form. All we have to do is read it and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to us. To give us the revelation of understanding. That's all we got to do. And he's there ready to move. He's there ready to bless with a catch in our life. A catch that's going to be over and abundant, what we can deal with. Well, next we have the conversation, which is in verses 8 and 9. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the drop of the fishes which they took. Jesus commanded, He and Peter made a concession and followed that command. And there was a catch. And then from that catch, there was a conversation. And out of that conversation came a confession. That confession was, I am a sinful man, O Lord. Depart from me. You see, when Jesus asked us to do something, and when we're obedient, glory to God, when we're obedient, and He moves, I want you to know something. It's a humbling experience. It's an experience that brings us down upon our knees, and it makes us look. It makes us look at Jesus. 
in a way where he is authority. Where he where he's proven in our lives. He knows what's going on. We love him. We want to reach out to him all the more. We hear a lot go a lot of talk going around today. Where is God during all of these all of this virus, all of this economic trouble? Where is the Lord? Where is Jesus? Where he is? Where he is? Where he is? He's right where he needs to be. He's got us in deep water. He's got us there where we don't know what the next step is going to be. And for the true Christian, we already know this. We already know that we, we, we don't have the promise of tomorrow. We already know that our life is secured and fastened in the Lord Jesus Christ and in heaven itself. We already know this. But there are many out there today that because of the fear that is going on in the deep waters of life that they're, they're floating around in, they, they, they have lost that perspective and they've lost that in their life. Folks, it's time that we in the church who know this, it's time that we quit worrying about the pity, pity, pitiful, frivolous, silly things that are going on and the stuff around us and we get into God's word and we start showing it and living it in front of those that are out there and we know then by faith that there could be a great catch that would come because they're going to want to know what's different in your life. They're going to want to know what's going on. Now I'm not talking about putting on a show. I'm not talking about putting on some type of an act, going through the Bible, copying and pasting off of a program, and dumping it on the internet. I'm talking about genuinely loving God, reading His Word, praying through it, asking God to move in your life so that that would be a testimony in the lives of other people. That's where the catch comes from. That's what brought Peter to his knees in front of the Lord, asking him to leave because he was a sinful man. Asking him to leave. Because he was astonished at all that were with him. Everybody that witnessed the Lord's move was astonished. You want to see people astonished for Jesus Christ today? Get out of the way. Stay in those deep waters. Follow the commandments of God. And let him move in your life. It will make a difference in your walk with God and it will astonish those others that are witnessing it. My goodness gracious. You want to see a revival break loose? Try following Peter when he went fishing with Jesus. Lastly, I want you to see the call in verse 10. And so also was James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And they, and when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. They all looked to Jesus. And he said, Fear not. You're still in those deep waters. You just witnessed a mighty moving from heaven. But he says, fear not. 
from henceforth you're going to catch people. You're going to catch people. Jesus' fishing trip wasn't about catching fish. Jesus' fishing trip was showing Peter and James and John and the sons of Zebedee exactly how powerful Jesus was, how authoritative he was, and what his need in their life was. It was to catch men. It was to move the gospel. And it's still that way today. What kind of fishing trip does the Lord have to take us on? How deep of the waters does the Lord have to put us in? What kind of fear does he have to put in our hearts and lives for us to come to realize that he has control over everything that's around us? Bless God, he's moving right in front of us if we will take the time to see it. If we'll get our eyes off of ourselves. And if we'll put them on Jesus. And if we will, he says they forsook all. After they got back to land, they forsook all. And they followed Jesus. It took a mighty fishing trip to get those men to follow Jesus. But there was a lesson that came from it that changed their lives. Jesus is trying to change lives today. He is trying to get people to forsake all and follow Him. Forsake politics. Forsake religion. Forsake sexual immorality. Forsake drugs and alcohol abuse. Forsake selfishness. Self-centeredness. Greed. Forsake all of that. Forsake us is what he's saying. Forsake ourselves and follow him. Some of you listening today need to be saved. And you know who you are because the Holy Spirit's already been moving in your life. Some of you watching today need to be motivated to get up and get into the deep water and cast your net into the unknown that God has already established. Some of you watching today already know that you're where God wants you to be, but there's frustration there. There's frustration. And as Peter said, nevertheless, I will do what the Lord says. We're going to have to get this thing right. We're going to have to realize Jesus is in control. And we're going to have to realize that life is going to go on the way he has ordained it to go. So are you ready today? Are you ready today to forsake all and follow Jesus? Are you ready today to go on that fishing trip with Jesus and let him show you in your life who he really is and what he can do through you. 
Are you ready to get out into those deep waters? Because that's what he's asking. That's what he's asking me to do. That's what he's asking you to do. Wherever those deep waters lead you, he will never leave you. He will always be there to guide you across those fears and those dangers, those frustrations, those faults, and those doubts. He will always be there. Jesus loves you. Are you ready to move and let him move in your life? Are you ready to move to him and let him move in your life? Let's pray. Heavenly Father and Lord God, thank you for the words that you've given today. Thank you for the message you've provided. Lord God, I pray that it touch hearts and it touches lives. I pray, Heavenly Father, that people are saved. I pray that it accomplishes all that you have purposed it to do. God, I pray that I can get back out of the way. And I pray that your words will speak for themselves. Lord, I do believe the verse of Scripture that when you said, If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. Heavenly Father, I believe that's what we need today. I believe we need Jesus Christ lifted up to this lost and dying and troubled and fearful world. And I believe that if he gets lifted up, I believe that he will draw people to him. Lord, I pray for all of those watching, all of those around the world tonight who are struggling, who are struggling with the fear of the deep water that they're in. Whatever that deep water may be, I know the Lord is there to lead them through it. And I know the Lord is there to use them if they will just come to me. I pray, Lord, that you'll touch hearts and lives. I pray that you'll move souls into your service and into your salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. May God richly bless you. Remember our prayer meeting on Wednesday, Wednesday evening around 6.30. God loves you. We love you. Take care. Be safe. Until next time, God bless.